0: Start off this morning, let's um, turn in our blue hymnals to number 37, praise to the Lord the Almighty, 37. faithful followers and eager wanderers to this time of worship, may it be a time of renewal and engagement for you. May you discern the words spoken here today and may they inspire you to action. For what is faith without works and what is love without living compassion? As we engage our ears, our voices and minds, I pray that you also engage your faith as a response of living praise. I will now light the candles, a sign of God's engagement with us. And now, if you'll join me in singing 327 in the blue, Great is Thy Faithfulness, 327. Thank mm-hmm. 20, heart with loving heart united, 420. And if you'll please stand. Bob Yoder, campus pastor. He's in his seventh year of this position. He's married to Pamela and has two children. He enjoys running and biking on the mill race. Bob?
1: Let us pray together. Gracious God, thanks for a wonderful day. Thanks for two weeks of wonderful classes here at Goshen College. Continue to be with us all. Amen. A certain teacher asked him, a certain ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied to him, why do you call me good? No one is good, but God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. He replied, I have kept these since my youth. When Jesus heard this, he replied to him, there is still one thing lacking Sell everything that you own, distribute all the money to the poor, and you will receive treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. But when he heard this, he was very sad because he was very rich. If a student were to approach me, Bob Yoder, campus pastor, or BYCP to some people, (laughs) Bob, what must I do to engage faith at Goshen College? Probably the first words out of my mouth would not be, go and sell everything that you have. Some of you may have already felt like you've done that to even come here to Goshen College. And so therefore, you're considered one of the Poor. And so therefore, if we truly had Jesus followers in the way that Jesus described in this passage, you should probably be expecting a check any day now. The theme this morning is engaging faith at Goshen College. And I could have talked about the wonderful activities that our ministry leaders, that our worship assistants, and others are planning on this campus, to Zay services and chapels and other kinds of things, but you can check those out and the communicator, the online calendar, faith app, whatever. But what I wanted to share this morning in terms of gauging faith has to do with some research that I've conducted the last two years here at Goshen College on the overall topic of strengthening Goshen College as a faith mentoring environment. And so surveys were sent out to students, to professors, to administrators, to staff. uh, Thirty-five students were interviewed, Twenty-seven employees were interviewed. And so some of you sitting in here now may have remembered taking uh, those surveys or sitting down with me or with Leanna. And so for that, I thank you. So after two years of this stuff, what did I learn? And what do I really want to share in a small amount of time here? There are six learnings that I want to offer back to you in terms of what I've heard over the last couple of years. The first is that, and this is really good news, on this campus, faith matters. It really matters. Many of you indicated that a reason you came to Goshen College is because it's a Christian college. Many of the employees indicated, I work here because it's an expression of my faith, and it's one way of how I live that out. But how that faith is expressed varies. There are over 40 different faith groups here at Goshen College. And we all know there's a lot of diversity within each of those faith groups. Not all Catholics look the same or carry out faith the same. Not all Lutherans engage faith in the same way. Not all Mennonites engage faith in the same way. There's a lot of diversity here. Second, it seems that students want more. They want to hear the faith journeys and stories and struggles of the employees that they interact with on a regular basis. They want to hear what are your perspectives and your thoughts. They want to discuss faith with employees, whether it's on the soccer field or in the classroom or wherever. Not all, but the majority do. And overall, students here believe that the employees care about, and are interested in your spiritual lives. That's good news. Third, I have no doubt that most of the employees here care deeply about their own faith, the faith of others, and have had profound, rich spiritual and faith experiences in their lives. It was certainly a privilege for me to sit down with 27 employees to listen to parts of their faith journey, to how fun it is and fulfilling it is to walk with you as students in the midst of good times, in the midst of some not so good times. I walked away from those interviews truly feeling those were holy moments and truly believing, wow, there are wonderful people here who are very interested in you as students. Truly humbling and truly powerful for me as a campus pastor. And the surveys among the employee groups also reveal that many employees embrace the term faith mentor, even though if they don't know what that really means or what we're trying to say that it means, and are really quite comfortable sharing aspects of their faith journey with you all. However, a fourth important learning is that when I ask the students on a survey Do you view those professors, administrators, and staff that you connect with regularly as faith mentors? Only 22% said yes in regards to professors, and only 31% said yes in regards to administrators and staff that they connect with regularly. 40% said no. The rest were unsure. And when I invited students on the survey to respond to the statement, I have sought spiritual guidance from professors, staff, or administrators, around 70% of the students said, I've never or rarely done that. Less than 10% of the student body indicated that they often or fairly often sought spiritual guidance from the very employees that think, that, that you all think care about them or are interested in your spiritual lives. And it is true, according to last year's survey in particular, that students engage each other more when it comes to matters of faith and seek out peers more when it comes to being in spiritual struggle or questions or doubts or anything like that. And that's a great thing. And I hope you as students will continue to support each other, encourage each other, walk with each other, ask your questions, express your doubts, your fears, your concerns, your joys, your praises. Continue to do that. But my hope is that as we engage faith on this campus, that the, what I will call the untapped goldmine of what truly, of what employees truly have to offer you all as students will be tapped. And the percentages of the nevers and the rarelys will decrease. My hope is that there will be more exchanges of faith between groups of people on campus, students and administrators. Professors and staff, students and professors, and on and on. Faith is not an apathetic reality here at Goshen College. For many, faith matters. And I truly believe that is something to rejoice about. However, we may need to round out our approaches a bit when we engage faith. Round out to the many good things we're already doing. Maybe we need to listen more. Maybe we need to share more from the heart. Maybe we need to ask more inquisitive questions for the sake of appreciating somebody who is very different than me. Maybe we need more to be held more accountable to my actions of what I say I believe. Maybe we need more dialogue and listening and less debate in trying to prove that I'm right and you're wrong. In an educational institution that values critical thinking, it can be so very easy to rip each other apart without listening to each other's hearts. A fifth important learning from this two-year study is that even though faith matters a great deal to many of us, the term faith mentor is a loaded term. Both on the surveys and in the interviews, people wanted to know, what do you mean by this? Are you going to make me do something that I'm not comfortable doing? There was a sense of hesitancy in responding to some of the questions. People wanted to make sure that they weren't boxed in when it came to what it meant to to mentor somebody or to be mentored by somebody. And I believe these questions and hesitancies are really good, actually, and valid and helpful. And to me, it's another indication that on this campus, faith matters. It matters so much that I want to make sure that you and I are talking about the same thing, that we're on the same page. I'm not just going to use that term flippantly. And to me, that's a good thing. Because if it didn't matter, we wouldn't care. To that end, I believe that we as Goshen College do have a responsibility to offer clear guidance, support, and understanding as to what it means to be a faith mentor or to be a mentoring environment here. I believe this is a growth area actually for Goshen College. Time and time again employees shared that they did not feel adequately prepared to engage students in faith, in terms of what's appropriate. What can I say to them? What can I teach in the classroom or what can't I? What ideas do you have? Is it okay for me to invite them for lunch and talk with them about faith? So what can we do to better strengthen Goshen College as a faith mentoring environment where a place where so much good is already happening. A couple of weeks ago, before the start of classes, student leaders gathered for some training. That would be the RAs, RLs, CAC, MAO Corps, MLs, Student Senate. And I shared some of these findings with them and asked them, what do you think students can do to initiate and strengthen Goshen College as a faith mentoring environment. And I don't have time to share all the wonderful ideas and challenges that came out of that time, but there's a couple of ideas that I simply want to throw out to you all. Start a culture of small Bible studies led by faculty or professor that's respectable in that area. Provide a forum for peoples of differing beliefs to get together and learn more about that. Provide discussion, listening groups, where anyone, professors, staff, students, can share their faith stories and others can come to listen and then perhaps afterwards break into small groups to reflect on and discuss the story. Create an internet blog or article system of some kind through which professors and students can share their faith stories without the intimidation of face-to-face contact. Or face-to-face is good too. Basically, multiple facets should be made available to reach as many people as possible and get students and professors to discuss topics of faith together as equals, on an equal playing field. The more informal the better, discussion, not lecture. And so one point I shared with uh, these wonderful student leaders the other week was that even though Campus Ministries exists to help support, encourage, nurture faith on this campus, we are not the sole possessors of this. Each of us, all students, all professors, all administrators, all staff, have a responsibility to be part of Goshen College as a faith mentoring environment. We all have our parts and roles to play. And so please don't leave it up to just campus ministries or the campus pastor to do the things that you can also do. So to that end, I encourage you that if you have an idea, go for it. If you want to sit down and talk with me, or the ministry leaders, or whoever, just to brainstorm together, to bounce some ideas back and forth, to see what might come out of that, go for it. A sixth and final learning that I wish to share this morning from this research is a term that was described by student Leanna Teodosio. Leanna worked with me this past summer on Maple Scholars. Leanna is in Peru right now on SST. So, hello, Leanna, if you're listening online, which you probably aren't at this time of day. But Leanna, one of the things that she pointed out in listening to many students and reading through other transcripts is a very simple four words. That there is profundity in the simple. Profundity in the simple. In other words, nurturing and mentoring faith is not rocket science. We both heard story after story of how students were positively impacted by the smallest of gestures. So-and-so took the time to listen to me on the sidewalk. A brief three-minute chat. So-and-so invited me to church. So-and-so listened to me when I was struggling. So-and-so shared something very deep and personal about themselves and made themselves vulnerable. And I learned from that. Profundity in this simple. The certain rich ruler who approached Jesus came away quite sad from his encounter with Jesus. He learned that he would have to let go of some things that he held very dear. As you go about engaging faith here at Goshen College, perhaps we also may need to let go of some things in order to grow and to draw closer to Jesus. Jesus but to let go of some things without losing our convictions, without losing our foundations. As you go about engaging faith here at Goshen College, I would want to offer one final word for you for consideration. Do so with a sense of grace. Carry with you a gracious posture that seeks to learn from others in ways that will support you and your faith to support the faith of those around you. Listen with your heart. Curiously and sensitively explore one another's miraculous wonders in your lives, your praises, your doubts, your struggles, your concerns, your joys. But do so with a gracious mind and heart.
0: We're gonna have two different ways to respond to Bob's message. Um, the first is, after we sing a song, we invite you to come and write on these pieces of paper things that ways that you can engage spiritual life this year that you're making a commitment to do. And there are paper clips at the tops of these railings, and we invite you to clip them to these ribbons up here. But first, let's sing 303 in the blue. 303 come gracious spirit. I'm invited to write your responses.
1: Let us pray and bless these commitments. God, thanks for another year. Thanks for ways that we have committed to want to strive to reach towards you. Ways to strengthen and nurture our own spiritual lives and those around us. Give us the courage to actually live into what we've written down. Help us along the way, though, God. Let us experience your grace the grace of a beautiful sunset, the grace of supportive friends, the grace of a community that truly cares for each other. Help us. Amen.
0: As a song of closing, I invite you to turn again in the blue hymnal to 434 Tumamina 434.